Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I am your host, Robin Ayers, and I'm with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. on your drive home or wherever you are right now. I hope that you're having a good time listening to that Kim Burrell right there. Oh, yeah, that feels good. That was a nice one. And we will be talking about Kim Burrell today. So thank you very much, Andy. (laughs) Listen, right now you can join us over on YouTube. Uh, We are streaming live uh, right now at KBLA 1580. You can also check us out on the app. Please go ahead and download the app KBLA 1580. You can always listen to literally anybody 24 7 we've got we've always got some amazing content amazing uh hosts on here uh really talking about some incredible things so go ahead and download that but while you are there on the internet make sure you are following all of our social media platforms at kbla 1580 follow me too at robin airs you never know i'll follow you back if if your page looks good (laughs) if you look welcoming i will follow you back for sure we have a another great show lined up today. But before I get into that, I got to tell you where I went today. I am very, very uh, excited that the uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat King Pleasure is back in. Well, it's not back. It's in Los Angeles right now. It was in New York. Uh, if you've heard me talk about it before, I told you that I was there in New York uh, in October. To Specifically, that was for my birthday, my birthday gift. I specifically went to see the Jean-Michel Basquiat exhibit and it was, it blew my mind and it was everything that, uh, it was beyond what I expected actually. And they're here, they're in Los Angeles now. And I was invited to come and take a little sneak preview uh, before they open tomorrow. And they did not disappoint. It is fantastic. It is great. I have a few, few things on my stories if you want to check it out. But it's nothing like going to see it yourself in person. So definitely I would uh, strongly encourage you to view uh, the Jean-Michel Basquiat exhibit right here in L.A. right now. They open tomorrow. Uh, But yeah, let's go ahead and get into these topics. Speaking of Kim Burrell, she was, uh, (laughs) it's funny. I think it's funny. Kim Burrell had actually been in the news for quite some time for some not so good things. People were saying that they didn't like her nice, nasty sort of attitude when she was talking to the church people. And uh, she has said some things and, and caught a lot of backlash as well. But now she's talking about something else. She's talking about uh, Jay-Z. She's opening up about what Jay-Z told her about his wife, Beyonce. And I think it's a little ironic because she was just talking about uh, something else recently, just literally at the beginning of this month uh, regarding Tyrese. And I think the two may uh, kind of kind of collide. We'll see. I'll see if you agree with me on this, uh, but we will break down uh, what she said and why I think it may be a little funny style when it comes to Kim Burrell. We're also going to talk about The Breakfast Club. You know, Charlemagne uh, and DJ Envy and no longer with Angela Yee. They are moving forward, doing some big things. We'll talk about what they have going on. And I think a lot of people are going to be pretty pleased about this new move that The Breakfast Club is making because 
plain and simple, The Breakfast Club, people love to listen to them, whether you are listening to them uh, in New York or on the radio. I think they're syndicated, so you can listen to them wherever you want. But also now, um, you don't have to just watch their clips on social media. You can watch them live uh, because they're making a big move for television. So we will talk about that as well. Jermaine Dupree. Y'all remember he was dating Janet Jackson? Who remembers he was dating Janet Jackson? How everybody was shocked when we found out that he was dating Janet <laughs> for like seven years they were dating. Uh, anyway, he was opening up recently about uh, why they were arguing with each other. Why why Jermaine Dupree, we call him JD. Why JD and, Jerm- and Janet Jackson were arguing. We'll break it down and let you know what for. Uh, we'll also talk about quest love and black thought. Oh, two of the founding members of The Roots, the iconic group, The Roots, and uh, talk about why they are being sued. But Questlove has got some other good news. Uh, so we'll we'll tie all of that in as well. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great show. And feel free to call in if you have any opinions or if you want to enlighten me, if you have something to, to check me on, <laughs> if I don't have my information right, or you just want to go ahead and give us your opinion, feel free to call in at 1-800-920-1580. You are always welcome to do that and when we come forward we have a fantastic uh a new contributor to the raw report today so i'm excited to bring her in as well uh we'll do all of that and more on the other side you are listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay right there yo what's going on it's your boy eric bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the raw report keep it locked you're inside the raw report with robin ayers on kbla talk 1580 Financial decisions. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Oh yes, you are here with Robin Ayers. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't lie. I really like the way that he says my name right there. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get started. I am so excited to bring someone new to you. This uh, wonderful entertainment contributor today. Um, she is the host and producer of Miles to Mogul. I love that. Please welcome Miles. Miles blocks into the Raw Report. How are you today, Miles? I'm doing well. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, uh, are you in Los Angeles too, or are you are you uh, based somewhere else? I'm based in Texas. I was in LA for about nine years and moved back to Texas um, in 2016. Oh well, hey Texas! Shout out to Texas. Is it is the is the weather kind of doing something? You know, actually, we're going through maybe some Texas-like weather right now. And I don't appreciate it because Cali, as you know, Cali is supposed to be chill. Cali is supposed to never rain in Cali. And it's doing something really funky right now. So um, how are you, though? Is everything fine and you are in good health? Yeah, everything is good. It's about 65 degrees today, but I can't lie. I do miss that Cali weather. So to hear that it's going crazy. I saw y'all got snow and all kind of crazy stuff. That's crazy. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, we did. We do. We did. Uh, Well, listen, let's go ahead and jump into some of these great topics that we have today, Miles. Um, I know that you you looked up the the Kim Burrell or you heard about the Kim Burrell story. Um, You know what? Um, Andy, do you have this clip? The Kim Burrell. Let's go ahead and play it and then we'll we'll talk about it and see what your thoughts are if you don't mind miles here we go you know jay called me uh, when he put out 444 at the time i didn't know that was going to be the name of the record but he called me in and he said hey well my wife is 
going through it, I always know because I hear you playing in the background. He says, my wife locked up one day for 11 hours and I heard nothing but Kimberell for 11 hours. He said, but here's why I'm calling you. When she came out, she was better. He says she was so much better. He says, and I'm calling you because I need to have a meeting with the person that made my wife better. And so I flew to him. And he was in the studio at the time making 444. And he hadn't, at least I didn't know he had named it. Okay. All right. All right. First, Miles, you know, let me, let me, you are our special guest today. Let me uh, give you the floor. What are your thoughts about just, just in general, like listening to Kim Burrell open up about the fact that Jay-Z called her saying, you know, Beyonce will play her music for hours and hours. What are your thoughts about that? Look, if Beyonce locked herself in her room for 11 hours and I'm her husband and that made her feel refreshed, I'm playing Kim Burrell all the time, <laughs> all through the house. When she wakes up, right. she hears Kim when she goes to sleep. <laughs> she hears Kim while she's sleeping. I'm yes. playing Kim. Yes, yes. Very low. You you so got it. You got it on speed dial. You got Kim Burrell on speed dial, speed on the playlist, dial. everything. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's in the Rolls Royce. It's everywhere. Wherever we are, Kim Burrell is playing so that she Stays cool. You know what? So that is a great point. That's a great point. And I'm not <laughs> mad at that. But I do find it pretty funny that, um, and, and I don't know how to look at this. I don't know if there's always two sides of a story, right? There's always some information that mm-hmm. we just don't know. And in this case, it could be that Jay-Z told Kimberell, listen, tell everybody that you want. You know, you could tell this story as many times as you want. It could be that. But for the for the case that it's not that, right? Say he did not give her sort of the permission uh, or allowance to talk about this story. I think it's funny that Kimberell uh, just earlier this month on March 6th, she came for Tyrese, who she calls her son. They have a really good relationship because Tyrese went on his uh, his Instagram and he told the world. Basically, he said Kimberell is in the hospital uh, with with pneumonia in, in both lungs. And he was very concerned and worried for her. And then she came on the next day and she says that that Tyrese, you know, my son, she said he doesn't keep secrets. Uh, And then she said a lot of what you saw uh, that he posted was discombobulated. But she was kind of coming at him for not keeping secrets. And here she is sort of opening up about Jay-Z's maybe secret about his own wife. Am I making a point here or am I doing too much? Is that a reach? You're you're making a point here, but we got to think about it. Tyrese has a mouth on him. So we know (laughs) if we tell him anything or he knows anything about us, he's going to talk. And like Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know, they have, you know, a big standing, a huge standing and a huge fan base with the black community and everybody else. So they have to know, too, when they say something to somebody, people are going to use it, you mm. know, either to make more money or to be in the media. It could be anything. I mean, we hear her singing about have, signing the NBA all the time. They know what's up. So whatever information yeah. they share from their household, I think, you know, share it with your inner circle if you don't want it to get out. But if you share it with... You know, any of these rappers, any of these artists or anybody that can possibly get clout at the end of the day with it, then please know because you are put on this pedestal that more than likely they're going to share that information because it makes them look better and it might bring more money their way. Mm. So you got to think about that when you're wearing that crown that's so heavy, right? You know, I think there's two sides to every side, you know, situation. Mm -hmm. But I do also think like, you know, she got on Tyrese about doing it. So like, think about that. You know, you're a human being. 
Jay-Z's a human being, Beyonce's a human being as well. So think about that when you're doing things. You know what I mean? You make a fantastic point, Miles. I have to go ahead and reference this uh, comment in the YouTube. Y'all be cracking me up over here. <laughs> Forensic accountant says, <laughs> you're making a point. But then she said, uh, P.S. Ray J was Whitney's son, too. I cannot even do this. I can't do this. I cannot even. Because I, I thought they dated. I thought they, they was did. That was the like, point. What is I going think, on in the world? Right. That is the point. I think, that, <laughs> think the insinuation here, <laughs> the implication is that I don't know what's going on with Kimberell and Tyrese. We're not going to do that today. Oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. mama yeah, and that's not, son. Please. Okay, yeah, we're going to move on. Yes, we're we're going to leave forward. it at that. We're going to move on. Yes, <laughs> yes. please. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh, Beyonce had been known uh, for making people sign an NDA if you wanted to come, come, you know, in that inner circle exactly. and get some information. But at the same time, I don't think, you know, Kimberell is an icon. She is a, a gospel queen. She is li literally mm -hmm. a legend in that world. And so she has her own, uh, her own notoriety and her own claim to fame. So I don't know that you would make Kimberell sign an NDA. That's probably not, they're probably not going that far, right? Of course not. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. Of course not. I'm just saying that because she has music that states maybe sign the NDA. And I think that was because of the whole Tiffany Haddish situation or something yes. that happened a long time ago. What I'm saying is that, you know, like you have to know if you're Jay-Z and Beyonce and people haven't signed an NDA that they, they can they can start blabbing off whoever they, they feel like. They can. I mean, you are a human being and you are important and we get it. But like people these days, they want clout. They want to be relevant. And regardless of where you sit, like they are everybody's, you know, king and queen. They are sitting on the throne. They are at the top of the throne in most circles. Yeah. So you got to think about that. when You are them like. Do you want to share this information or do you not? That's And how close right. do you get to people, even that's in your business, right? There's yeah. a lot to think about there. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Um, I think that's the definition of clout. If you got something, if you're saying that Jay-Z himself called you about his wife and how that inside information is very private, saying that Beyonce was going through some things, but she she locked herself in the room for 11 hours playing your music, that's, that's a little, you know... Um, I, I, that's discreet information that he told her about, obviously, yeah. because she was the one who, you know, uh, helped Beyonce there. through that moment. But for the world to know that, it just, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. But um, I digress. Uh, if if Kimberell didn't sign an NDA, then what? What, what can we say? <laughs> Nothing. We move on. That's what we do. 11 hours, though. <laughs> I know. 11, 11 hours. hours. I'm wow. I'm blown. Yes. I'm blown away by the fact that I feel like Jay-Z was sitting by the door with the timer. Like, okay. Right. Exactly. He knows the exact time. Well, this is what I know. Uh, I do love Kim Burrell, but um, if I'm ever going through anything and I need to, I need to get better like Beyonce did, I'll go ahead and lock myself and play Kim Burrell. I don't know if I'm going to make it 11 hours, but I'll definitely play some Kim Burrell. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about the, the breakfast club making this big move. So they just announced that April 17th, they will be airing. Uh, BET has kind of locked partnerships with iHeartMedia and, and the Breakfast Club, which everybody loves, really. <laughs> Every, well, I, I don't know. I think everybody loves the, the Breakfast Club. Uh, millions of people do, I'll say. But they're moving over to BET. What do you think about that move for them? Yeah, I saw that announcement today, and I think it's, like, pretty dope. I mean, they've been on air for 13 years. They had a small stint with Revolt where they were on TV here and there, you know, mm -hmm. and now they're taking it for the culture. They are the culture, if you think about it, and BET is the culture. So where else would they go? What else is a more fitting platform 
for them. Mm. You know what I mean? It's going to bring more eyes to them. And like Charlemagne said he, today, he said the revolution will be televised. <laughs> and it will start April 17th. <laughs> right, you know? exactly. So I'm here for it, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Do you feel like uh, Charlemagne has sort of redeemed himself? I know when he first came out, we all know, mm. uh, if you've been following his career for a while, that he started off with Wendy Williams. And that energy, that Wendy, Charlemagne sort of nice, nasty energy uh, was really kind of prevalent with them and the show that they had. And then Charlemagne took that, that same type of... Um, uh, what do you call it? It wasn't, it was just a, a, a meanness almost, you know, I know that mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of people didn't even want to speak with him. And I think he's still redeeming himself from people wanting to speak with him. And he has made a turn, but do you think that he's redeemed himself enough to really gain, you know, more followers, more viewers uh, for, for the culture really once they go to BET? Yeah, I mean, I think that once he gets on BET, it's really up to him and how he wants to control his career and what angle he wants to take. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you get to a platform that's, that's that major, mm-hmm. I would hope that you just are your authentic self at all times. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only way you can truly win in life is being yourself. So if you're doing something else that doesn't serve you or doesn't serve other people in a positive manner, you know, you might want to think about that, right? Okay. There's a true thing such as karma. So mm-hmm. I think for me... He's, you know, he's working on it. He's redeeming himself. People can always change, but I can't speak for everyone else and what they're thinking. I think he's great at what he does, and he's had a lot of spinoff shows on his own where Mm -hmm. he's talked about mental health and positivity and things of that nature. So it's in him. Mm -hmm. It's a part of him, but it's up to him what direction he really wants to take once he gets on that platform, Mm. you know? Yeah, I think that's very well said. Uh, My board op, Andy, is over here. I don't know. Are you shaking your head or are you not not in there? Are you against it? Tell me, Andy. Talk talk on the mic. Let us know what you think about this move. I just feel like BET fell off. Okay. And I'm I'm just curious to know if people are actually still watching BET. Actually, I'm so glad that you went there. That was the next question. I mean, I wanted to talk about Charlemagne, but then I wanted to talk about BET. A lot of people feel the same way that Andy does. Uh, I was actually just having this conversation probably two days ago where someone was saying BET is literally not the same thing as when we were growing up. And I would agree. They are making all different kind of moves that we're not really comfortable with anymore. not not everybody. I don't want to make that blanket statement because they're still doing some great things. But BET as a network, what do you think about them now versus when they first came out? What do you think about uh, sort of the, I guess, the look for BET? Man, when I was growing up, like BET was the station I was listening to in the morning before I went to school. I would record the videos that came on. And it's just, to me, no, it's not the same. I mean, I know that my mom even watches BET because of the shows. You know what I mean? The the shows. It used to be all about music. Mm -hmm. And now it's, to me, all about shows. And I don't, personally, I don't watch it often. You know what I mean? (laughs) So maybe The Breakfast Club will make me start watching again. But I think that, like, maybe The Breakfast Club can help them because they'll have artists on, they'll have things like that. But I really wish we, we had a piece of that old BET. We had the 106 in Park. You know, we had the guy with the pretty eyes. I can't think of his name right now when I was growing up. Donnie but, Simpson. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Donnie Simpson. Yeah, with a smooth voice. Oh, though, yeah. Right? Yes. So I, I do miss that. I mean, I was that's pure nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like, that's childhood stuff that I wish that this new generation was able to experience. And some of them got some of that 106 and Park love. But mm. BT is a completely different platform now. It really is. And maybe because... 
they're competing with all these other platforms, right? But like, mm. you know, don't stray away from what works, the formula that works for you. I don't know what their viewership is like, none of that, but I do know I miss the videos. Mm. I do know I miss that kind of music content that I'm used to watching. Mm. And now it's like a lot of Tyler Perry shows and, you know, right. produced shows and reality shows. So like, where, where are we going and what are we doing? You know, that is that is a great question, actually. And I'm laughing over here. You can't see my face, but I'm laughing because Andy is over (laughs) here agreeing with everything you said. That applause is for you, Miles. (laughs) That applause is specifically for you because, you know, um, you're right about that. The, The truth is. BET, when it first came out, we had something for us. It felt like the it, it spoke to our souls, right? The music content, mm-hmm. uh, Teen Summit, Andy, thank you. The Teen Teen oh Summit God. was incredible. Uh, we had so many different things. I felt like it, the finger was on the pulse of the culture back then. And now, it, Marcus, he says over here in YouTube, he says, I think the Breakfast Club would be watered down going to BET. And I think so, too. Mm. What kind of uh, reins will they, be, will they be pulling back from the Breakfast Club? Because right now, if you listen to the Breakfast Club, you see uh, the snippets that they have. They they they're wild. They you know, they say whatever they want to say. And my uh, concern is that they'll have to sort of pull back just the way so many others have. But also, I'm just not sure. Um, BET. I know they have BET plus now. A lot of uh, shows kind of like even risque shows are over at BET plus. I'm just not sure if it's the right move, but I do understand they've been uh, up and going for, like you mentioned, 13 years. They've been at this for a while. So I have to support them and uh, just because I love them for the culture. But uh, hopefully the best to them. I think I will go ahead and just tune in on April 17th just because just to support and just to see how it's going. But listen, Miles. We are not done with you. We got to continue breaking down these topics on the other side. Uh, right now, you are still inside the Raw Report, but right now we've got the news and traffic and sports for you. Keep it right there on KBLA 1580. More of the Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report Report. on KBLA Talk Happy birthday to Tracy Chapman from the Raw Report. (laughs) Andy, (laughs) you are inside the Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Oh, we are having such a great time. Listen, if you are just joining us, we're breaking down some pretty good conversations right now. We're talking about Kim Burrell, who revealed that Jay-Z told her when Beyonce was going through it, probably the two of them going through it together, uh, that she locked herself <laughs> away for 11 hours and played only Kim Burrell, and she was better when she left. And Kim Burrell is now telling us about it. So, all right, good for her. Uh, we're also talking about The Breakfast Club, who's going to be moving over to BET, or they're in partnership, I'll say, uh, with iHeartMedia and BET, and they will now be airing on April 17th. So uh, a lot of a lot of that 
you know, what they're doing, I think it's really a good look. But some people have questions about BET uh, and, and how maybe watered down it has gotten. Let's go ahead and bring Miles Bloxon back in here, our entertainment contributor of the day. Uh, Miles Tomogo, she is the host and producer of Miles Tomogo. Um, Miles, before we move on from this conversation, let's talk briefly about the uh, the format of The Breakfast Club. Initially, it was Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee. And we all know that Angela Yee recently left to start her own podcast, her own show. And so now that you have the two of them and they have temporary guests who come in and, you know, hold it down for a week or so and that type of thing. What do you think about that format? I think that that's cool to bring in more viewers, right? Because each guest that comes in will might bring a, a new pair of eyes mm-hmm. to the set mm-hmm. for sure. But at the same time, I also think that listeners like to consistency. They like to know mm-hmm. who they're going to hear from and what to, what to expect. But, I mean, you know, The Real did that for a while, too. Remember when Tamar Braxton left, they kept bringing in another host. I was one of them. for them for a while. I was one yeah, of you them. You were one of them, girl. I, yeah, I sat and on I the panel. Yes, yes. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope. So, but, yes, yeah, I remember like, I feel, that. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, like having a, a, a co-host, or like a guest co-host will bring in an extra set of eyes, but I also feel like some people like consistency. Cause it's, so it's like a 50-50 split for me on that decision to change yeah. the format. But they do need a woman in that seat, mm. for sure. Okay, they need a there woman it is. In that seat. I was talking to Andy about it earlier, yeah. and we were like, they gotta have a, they have to have a woman in there, for sure. Yes, because that's where we're used to with BET, too, right? We had AJ and Free. I mean, even when they had, um, give me the rest. They had, uh, what's her name? Roxy and they Terrence. Had Roxy and they Terrence. They had Roxy and Terrence. And Terrence, and Terrence. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And uh, I think we're used to that. I think it would be, bring a good balance to that. Um, so I agree with you. I think maybe they're still working towards that. Every every For show sure. needs to sort of try out some hosts, right? Just to see what that mm-hmm. energy is like. Just because they have a name doesn't mean that you can permanently bring someone on. You have to, you know, try them out a few times. So even the people that they have been bringing on, I know we've seen Portia Williams, who is, she's got her own thing going on. Uh, we've seen Tamar. <laughs> We've, you know, we've seen a few people sit in that seat, but uh, everybody's not going to have the same energy. So um, we'll see. We'll see uh, what they choose to do uh, at some point in the future. Shout out to our own Tavis Smiley as well, who was also on BET. So, you know, we definitely got to salute when when BET was for real BET <laughs> back in the day. But, right, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I'll still go <laughs> ahead and support that. Um, the show, uh, The Breakfast Club on there. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, very briefly Jermaine Dupree and he, when he was dating <laughs> Janet Jackson. Listen, I know that blew the world away when you said JD was dating Janet Jackson for seven whole years. Apparently, they were together from 2002 to th- 2009, and he says that they were arguing that they would have arguments about the fact that he would not produce music for her, and she was watching him produce all these other hits for other artists. Um, number one, can you can you understand that? Wh- which side of the uh, coin do you fall on? Do you do you rock with Janet? You're like, listen, you're my you're my boo. Um, produce something for me, or are you more like Jermaine Dupri and say, let's keep business separate from our love? Robin, I am so biased with this because when I was little, I used to dress up as Janet for Halloween. So I got to okay. go with Janet all the way. Whatever okay. Queen Janet says, goes. <laughs> That's what it is. I, was okay. Nation, I had the hat. I had okay, the earrings. I, I had the glove. <laughs> <Okay>. So 
You had the little key dangling from the earring and everything. Okay. Everything. The key. I was like, Mama, the key for my diary. We're going to use it for the hoop. So that's how that's going to go. I got you. Don't worry about from it. From the diary. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you, I believe in Janet. Yes. So, so he like, should have been producing. And, okay. Yes. He should have been producing. Plus, everybody is like, how did Jermaine pull Janet Jackson anyway? Like, I know everybody was thinking that. So she's thinking, like, look, bro, I'm dating you. The least you can do is produce some music over here. You're going to produce bangers. Now it would have been a little bit more hood because we got to remember, Jermaine Dupree produced for everybody. The mm-hmm. Brad, Mariah, yes. everybody. Like, he had, a, he has a he has a certain rhythm, a certain beat that he likes to put out there. So yeah. I think she would have, we would have got Janet, but with a little bit more of a hood spin to it, for sure. Yeah, but you know what? And to, to your point, you're right. I mean, he does have, like, a style about him, but he makes hits and that is a fact and according to billboard janet's last hit single was all for you in 2001 i maybe they mean um maybe they mean number one single but that's according to billboard and everybody wants to chart billboard right so and so that was 2001 and then their relationship began in 2002 so all the way to 2009 now janet obviously is a legend all by herself but i maybe it could have helped if he did produce some some music for her to kind of extend her career a little bit more you agree with that yeah, I think we would have got some more club bangers. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. I would. I, I could have used that. I, I, I listen, I'm all for Janet Jackson and club bangers. Those two together make me very happy. So <laughs> I would be a very happy camper. Let's go ahead and move forward. We're uh, we're running a little low on time, but I got to get this your uh, your thoughts on this. Uh, not not a really great situation. It's Quest Love and Black Thought are being sued by their former uh, member, he, late the late um, Leonard Hub. Hubbard's uh, wife, who is suing them for fraud after his passing. Um, if you all don't, re- if you don't remember, Leonard Hubbard uh, passed away on December 16, 2001, due to blood cancer. And now his wife is trying to get monies that she's saying he is owed. Um, sad situation, right, Miles? Very sad situation. I mean, Nobody wins in the family feud. That's a Jay-Z quote. Yeah. They, yes. they should be working together. They should be working together. Like, if yeah. he's old money, pay him his money. That's mm. how I see it. Like, do what's right. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. And y'all yeah. supposed to be brothers, too. Yeah. Y'all work together. Everybody knows who the roots is. Like, we want the love. Yeah. Be love. Be yeah. love. We love each other. Be, you know, do what's right. Be love. I like that. You know, um, <clears throat> Leonard was claiming, actually, before his passing, that the group was shortchanging him based on a contract uh-huh. sign stating that he was the co-owner of the band. So I don't know what this is all about. Hopefully they can settle because you're right. I mean, nobody wins when the family feuds. And also, um, I don't like the idea that's put into our minds that, be- you know, that because someone passes, no matter how close they were to you, that you can kind of get over on their estate or their legacy, the the family that is still living. I don't like that idea. And not just, I'm not blaming because I don't know the situation. I'm not uh, saying Questlove and Black Thought and whomever else is a part of this is guilty. I'm just saying I want the family to win. I want everybody to win. Like you said, if, if, you know, right is right. So make it make it right all the way around. So that actually uh, that lawsuit was just filed uh, March 23rd in Pennsylvania. So I guess we'll keep our eye out for that to see what happens next. But um, in other Questlove news, 
He just announced also that he's got a, a publishing company, his own publishing company that he's launching called Awa Books. Awa, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, and it's in homage of the late great Prince. So that's pretty cool. He's um, He says that he's been uh, writing books for over a decade and it seems so natural. Uh, like the next step is to publish them too. So good for him publishing some books now. Super dope. Yeah, super dope. Yeah, are, super are, you dope. A, are you a writer or is that anywhere in your future, Miles? I want to write. I want to be a best-selling author. Like, you know, before I'm 50, sometime before that. I you like know, that. I want to do that. So yes. that's, a, that's a goal on the list. Big but goals. But you are. You're an author. Hey, now. Right? Hey, now. Somebody been doing their homework, okay? <laughs> yes, always, always. Always do your homework. I love that. I love that. Well, listen, if you do decide to write, maybe you could go ahead and hit up Questlove uh, and his Awa, <laughs> his Awa book publishing company and see if you could get that book published. But uh, I truly appreciate you. I've had such a great time talking with you today, Miles. Thank you. And hopefully we can get you back on the raw report very very soon can you let everybody know where they can find you yes milestomogul.com or at milestomogul on instagram and that's m-i-l-e-s-t-o-m-o-g-u-l thank you so much robin thank you so much i had a blast we'll talk to you soon (laughs) when we come forward Ooh, one of my favorites we've got who's got next and um i think you'll agree that this person's got next on the other side you're listening to kbla talk 1580 What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. How are you? Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Raw Report. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580.com. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report. The Report. With Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Let me also give you guys a shout out in the YouTube. I'm having a blast, but I'm sorry I couldn't read all of these. I agree with so many of you guys in your comments over here, but I can't I can't write it back. We got to get to who's got next. <laughs> we got to really move on. This listen, uh, I just came across this young this young gentleman. I think that he's fantastic. He's a Grammy Award uh, gospel singer. Now that's one I haven't brought you before. Gospel singer and a writer. His name is Jonathan Reynolds. He's actually got a new album out called My Truth. Uh, he lives in Atlanta, and I'm just gonna go ahead and we're gonna rock it for you. It's called All Along.
tears away so I won't lose the sorrow oh, While you sleep when I know that you hold tomorrow The way you care for me It's impressive You're always present Oh That's Jonathan McReynolds. His song, called, his song is called All Along. Again, he's a Grammy Award-winning gospel singer, songwriter. Doesn't that feel good? And it's not so in your face. I mean, he's got like a little um, sort of Afrobeats kind of vibe going on, which I love Afrobeats, by the way. Um, ooh, it's just, it feels so good. I, I really love that. I re- really love that track. So I, again, I just found out about him. Marcus says that he was a judge on Sunday's Best. Very talented singer and musician. Um, Mimi says, this song makes me think of a beautiful tropical island. A sweet, soothing surprise. Aww. That's nice, Mimi. Uh, A lot of Afrobeat songs have that tropical vibe as well. So I I see your point there. Um, It's playing in the background still. It feels so good. (laughs) I can't move on yet. I can't move on yet. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let me move on for real. Uh, This is what I don't want you to miss. I have to shout out to my mom, the incredible Deborah Chacoa, who is always in YouTube chat as well. She uh, put me on to this amazing show. The show started back in 2018, and it's called Succession. If you don't know about Succession, this is something that you got to catch on. Listen, they just started season four. And it may be the final season. So season four of Succession. But go back. I promise you this is something that you would you would really enjoy. Trust me when I say that Uh, it's about the Roy family. They are trying to the, the siblings are trying to compete with one another to become the successor of their incredibly uh, wealthy father's company and, and estate, his business. Uh, and so it's really, really good. Trust me when I say this. Uh, go back and try to watch it. You can watch it on Hulu. It's an HBO Max show. You can also try to find it on Amazon Prime. We're giving you options here. We're giving you options to try to pick up this show. It's a really good one. Um, and uh, so I, I've fallen off myself. I watched all the way to season two, and then I fell off because life happened, and and your girl got busy. All right, but just like I'm telling you to go ahead and not miss it, I'm telling myself to not go ahead and miss it as well. So uh, succession is what not to miss. And who's got next is Jonathan McReynolds. And that one song that you just listened to was called All Along. You know, you guys, I didn't put any um, questions of the day over in YouTube. I have some. I had some. I just don't think we have enough time to get to them. So maybe I'll wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow is is, is Friday. It's gonna be a great day. You know how I like to uh, I like to go out into the weekend having a lot of a lot of great energy and fun. So maybe we will wait to do our um, questions of the day on Friday. But let me get to a few of your comments. Um, Mimi talking about Jermaine Dupri. She said, "How did he get 
Janet Jackson. And y'all are acting up in this chat (laughs) trying to figure out how he got Janet Jackson. Everybody wants to know. But I'll say this. The man is super talented, you know, and, you know, successful. He's been around for a very long time. When did you find out about Jermaine Dupri? I found out about him back when Criss Cross came out. Okay, crisscross. And so that was however many years ago. It was a very long time ago. So he's been on, um, he's been out doing his thing for quite some time. Uh, I see that a lot of you guys are not feeling what's happening with BET. I feel you on that. But again, I think we also need to support one another. I'm not saying watch BET all the time. I'm saying support one another. So if the Breakfast Club is making that move, maybe they we can support them and just kind of see how we like how we like it right i mean that's i think that's the start to to it all um let's go ahead and uh let me pull this up i wanted to to give zoe williams a shout out because he is up next and you please tell me you are not first of all put down in the chat have you been uh tuning into zoe williams voice of reason have you been doing that because like i've been trying to tell you every day he'd be killing it when it comes to these relationship conversations and um And just information, advice, and special guests that he has on. Uh, They're always great. They're always uh, very diverse. And I think he helps out a lot of people. The name of this particular topic today is called, What's Your Relationship Shelf Life? A compelling look into why and how good relationships fail. Wow. Why and how good relationships fail. That's a, that's a very interesting one. Uh, he's got a special guest, our very own Dr. Jashana. Uh, and she's going to be on with him as well. And so you guys definitely don't want to miss that. He's got some great. I can't read all of these here, though, but he's got some great topics. Just trust me when I say that. Uh, so listen, also, if you guys have ever, uh, I've been getting a few of them. I have your suggestions for who's got next. You guys have been sending me videos and all those things, but unfortunately some of them are explicit and I can't play them. And I'm not even going to ask Andy to try to clean nothing up. He already shaking his head. No, (laughs) so we're not doing that. If you have someone that you think has got next, feel free to send them to me, but find a clean version. Find a, a, a very clean version, please, by all means. Uh, I will be happy to listen to them. I think some people are fire. I think some people are not. So I'm not playing everybody, but I'm just, I just got to keep it real with you. Uh, not everybody is going to get the, the who's got next because I got to truly believe in who I'm playing, you know, because in a way I'm sort of stamping it myself saying that I believe that this person has got next. So I can't put everybody out there. That's just a little that's just a little tidbit for you. Um, but but I am very, very grateful for the people that you have sent to me. If you are in Los Angeles, please do not forget tomorrow. You you want to go check out the uh, oh, I forgot to talk to uh, Miles about that. She went to see the Jean-Michel Basquiat uh, exhibit as well. So I wanted to talk to her, get her input on that. But I'm telling you that it's fantastic. So if you get a chance, go see that tomorrow. That is one that you do not want to miss as well. Stay tuned for The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams. Uh, Mimi says, Zoe knows I watch. Okay, Mimi, she's standing right here. We appreciate that so much. I appreciate all of you. And uh, until tomorrow, I'm your host, Robin Ayers. And remember, today and every day forward, be a blessing.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.